My clients always say, I know what to do, I just need to do it. But there is a Chinese proverb that states, to know and not do is to not know. So if this holds true, what do we not know about what is holding us back? What have we not uncovered? How many of us have come into the New Year's with similar goals year after year and still not arrived at our desired results? My goal this year is to do a lot more coaching through my podcast and not only continue to peel back those layers and discover what's holding us back from our success, but how to effectively fight for what we really want, how to effectively fight for what we not only really want, but without limitations or boundaries, those boundaries and limitations that are creating that fine line between knowing and doing. Are you intrigued? Join me this year and be ready to show up with your pen and paper because we are getting ready for some massive change work because we all know that if we change nothing, nothing will change. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Lindsay House, registered dietitian, private trainer, accountability coach, author. I have been working with clients for over 13 years, passionately changing the culture of health and fitness. I'm out here smashing scales, helping individuals rewrite the rules to what success looks like in their life. I want to change generational thinking, no more all or nothing mentality, get rid of the diets and believe in the individualized journey. We are stronger than we will ever accept and beautifully made just the way we are. Keep your eyes on your own paper and trust your own path. Thank you for trusting me and letting me be a constant encouragement through your week. Let's get this motivation started. Welcome to your podcast, Direction Not Perfection. Happy Podcast Friday and welcome to episode 209, Word or Resolution? The coaching of 2023 starts now, and I do mean that. The coaching starts now. If you were a private paying client, one of the first sessions we would have together would entail digging deep into your why. Why do we care about change or growth in any specific area of our lives? Ask why until you cry. And actually, episode 205 really goes into all of this, so feel free to Go back, give that a listen if you want some extra hand-holding on discovering your why. If we think in broad brushstrokes, that's the part of starting with your why, really understanding your why. What's your fight? And then we need to do some fine-tuning and look more at the specifics and the next steps. What season of life are you in? What are your particular needs at this particular time? And what do I mean by this? Sometimes our why doesn't change that much. You could be consistently fighting for weight loss because you want to be active with your grandkids, or you could be consistently fighting for more energy because you want to show up at work and at home as your best self, or you could be consistently fighting for more sleep because you don't want to feel this high level of irritability that you might be feeling with family or friends. You could see how someone's why could remain decently consistent over a year, even over many years. The part that really changes is your needs or your pathway to accomplish how you're going to fight for your why. If you are right out of college, starting your first job and living with roommates, your barriers to reaching your goals are going to look drastically different 
than let's take a married working mom with three kids. Both have barriers. We're not comparing here. Both have barriers. I'm just trying to give you a visual of how seasons of life really do affect that pathway to your goals or to your why. Okay, which brings up why I labeled the podcast today word or resolution. I really like the idea of fighting for a word because that word can line up with your current needs and it can shift with you. It can change as life throws the curveballs that my promise to you will come. Let's walk through an example. If you set a resolution this year to, let's just call it, lose weight, and you even layered in some really good smart goals within that, such as increasing your daily movement to 10,000 steps and cooking out of your own kitchen four nights a week. This is all really good positive planning, okay? I'm not saying that this isn't a good, good idea. This is great. However, the moment that life throws that promised curveball that we were talking about, such as it could look like a kid getting sick or an extra sporting event in that week or even maybe a vacation rolled in. All of this could pull you out of your kitchen and maybe eating more meals out or a busier workday could diminish your step count. Any of these events could make you feel like you're not sticking to your New Year's resolution, right? And the problem is if this feeling happens often enough, This is when you feel like you've fallen off the wagon, that you're a failure, that you'll just start again at a later time. But now let's rewind. What if we picked a word instead of stating a resolution? So one of my client's words is mindful. This client's ultimate goal could still be weight loss, like we were previously mentioning, but her focus, her word, is mindfulness. She will carry this word with her throughout the day. Mindful of food choices, mindful of portion sizes, mindful of being grateful every day, mindful of the many blessings and friends in her life, mindful of making others happy. These actions of mindfulness will absolutely lead to success on that scale. So she could be getting the same results that she set out for with just saying a resolution of weight loss, but her word will not provide that feeling of failure if specific actions are not hit to perfection every day. Does that make sense? That you are, you're pulling in the same fight and layering in a different way to think about it so that you don't feel defeated. So at this point, you might be thinking, Lindsay, Are you telling me not to set goals? What happened to being intentional and about our thoughts and our actions and understand how to measure our success? Okay, everything's still the same. I'm not telling you to throw anything out the window. I'm trying to help you with different ways of thinking that might just sit better with your soul. It can be this kind of and and both thinking. You can want the weight loss. You can set the goals and have an intention or a word that you're focusing on. It's kind of like having fallbacks for when one thing isn't working or motivating you that you still keep at it because all of your pathways that you've created keep leading to your same why. I'm curious if you have a word that's starting to surface for you as you're hearing this theory. I'd like to provide you with a few more examples to just keep your wheels spinning. 
Another one of my clients this year set a word, um, tend, to tend to different areas of her life and make sure that each of these areas gets to be important to her, that it's receiving her attention. She even drew up a pie graph to visually see different areas. So for instance, different pies on the graph would be family, business, creative practice, movement and health, marriage, connection, spirit. And and she plans on updating her pie graph as the year unfolds. She might go into the year feeling that she is tending to all areas, but notices as life continues that maybe certain areas are shrinking and others are growing. In that visual, she'll be able to see this, that when something is shrinking and it does need more attention, that she can tend to it because because there's a focus on it, because that's her word and because she won't not pay attention to it because she knows that's ultimately what she's seeking this year. And then another client picked peaches. We always do peaches and pits in our membership where you would, at the end of a week or at the end of a month, kind of state which goals or areas of your life went really well and then which areas provided their own barriers or hardships. So the going well is the peaches and the barriers are the hardships, the pits. And then just remembering that our peaches wouldn't exist without the pits. It's both. We will always have the hard with the good and how important it is not to only expect awesome all the time. Are we forever? We'll be setting ourselves up for disappointment. So excuse me, I digress. Okay, back to why my client picked peaches. So I hope I do this story justice, but she doesn't necessarily love the peaches out of the grocery store. Much more satisfying to go pick them. And there's some effort in that of like figuring out who has the peaches, who has the ripe, wonderful peaches, getting there, picking them, and enjoying the peach, every bite of the peach, and and expecting that the pit will be there, and then just tossing the pit to the side. And she's going to carry kind of that visual of what that all looks like to her through her choices in the day and through life, and that really soaking in the good that's happening, even when it can be layered with some hard. And it's just a nice, again, it's a nice visual. So it's catching ourselves in those moments of going, wait a minute, why am I not appreciating the good that's happening? I'm I'm focusing on something that it's going to be there. I shouldn't expect it not to be there. So, so again, these are just examples And in order for your word to really work for you, it may take some time to come up with it, to really figure out which word speaks to you, that encourages you. So don't rush it. Feel free to even change it. But I highly encourage you to pick a word to keep your path a little straighter through 2023. I would love to hear your words and continue to understand what you are fighting for. Don't forget, if you would like some extra accountability and support, we have a free Facebook community waiting for you, and I'll put that link in our show notes. And for today, that's a wrap. Same time, same place next Friday, and cheers to so much health and happiness. 
Thank you for listening today. Whether you are working with me personally or just letting these podcasts speak into your life, I truly appreciate you trusting me on your journey, and I will always have some free materials waiting for you on my website at healthaccountabilitycoach.com. I have habit trackers, meal planning worksheets, blank calendars where you can track your daily successes. Come check it out and always feel free to reach out if you need any referrals, if you are seeking your own accountability, or if you just want to say hello and provide your beautiful insight and feedback. I appreciate your valuable time and listening ears. Thank you for joining me today. If this topic served any purpose for you, or you can picture that exact person who needed this, I'm always honored when you share the episode. We are making 2023 the year that we are going to pour motivation and inspiration onto others. I also always appreciate it when you leave a review on iTunes and rate the podcast. I send you off with all the praise and momentum you deserve for staying open-minded to new information, keeping an open mind to the idea that our journey will look different now, five years from now, slow and steady y'all it's not always instant gratification and not always that exciting but a much gentler and redeeming path that will serve you well throughout all the years and every season of life cheers to health and happiness